Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. The only thing hotter than this podcast is the weather outside. It's guys of a certain age, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside Art Shirley and Jay Reed, the master gardener, Jay Reed, who's trying to get his lawn under control. True that. Yeah. So it's a struggle. What well, what you could do? I'm it, driving the struggle mower. Yes, yeah, struggle, struggle mower. mower like. So so what you could do is just not mow your grass because it's about to die because it's that hot out. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. either you or the grass. So <laughs> so which one? I pick the grass for sure. The grass. Oh That's right. man, it's brutal outside. Brutal. 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 It's brutal. Ah, brutal. That's way it goes. All right. How are you guys doing other than the weather? All right. Hanging in there. Yeah, Jay, we need words, not just words. Not. <laughs> We're not, not a, this isn't on YouTube? I thought there was a no, camera somewhere. No, boy. This is, too bad. Yeah, Fans no. have clamored for us not to put it on YouTube. <laughs> that's kind of the way yeah, it goes. That's it, right. So, all right. Well, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. Who wants to go first? We haven't vetted them with each other. so I'll it may go be, first. Maybe a surprise show. to make show. sure that uh, I get this in. But uh, has anybody watched Secret Invasion yet? Yes, I'm caught up. I've seen the first episode. I haven't watched the second episode. I slept through the first episode. I don't know that I'll go to the second episode. It's kind of like the first one. I've enjoyed it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't it didn't didn't hit for me and then the spoiler alert, the ending of the first one. Have you watched the first, yeah, watched yeah. first one? I was like, ah, poor Col- Yeah. Poor Colby. I know. Oh yeah, yeah that was sad. The the second episode also has an interesting little spoiler okay. thing at the end. So, so I, I think But they, anyway, my geek's not about the show. Not about that, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's about the show, but I mean, there's uh, there's all this uh, uproar about the AI-generated opening credits. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I understand their reasoning for it because the Secret Invasion deals with Skrull, which are you know aliens that can shapeshift. So the idea was they wanted to do something that, was, that felt alien, so they used AI to create this thing. But... It's a real slap in the face, you know, considering that uh, Marvel is a company that's built off of artists, 80 years of artists, 80 years longer than that, probably of artists that have, you know, hand drawn hand created all this stuff. And then to go with something that's already making artists and designers throughout the world kind of uneasy, this idea that AI is going to replace them. Yeah. And to do that just seemed uh, because they could have they obviously could have created this same otherworldly alien look you know using traditional methods as but, well but and speaking but, of methods the company that created it was called method studios and, but this uh, was cheaper probably you wonder right you know i mean if it's going through a studio to do it are they like charging you know typical design and illustration fees and just using this as a tool and i'm not against we've talked about ai i'm not against ai at all i think that it has its place and can be used or whatever you, you better say that out loud publicly yeah, that's before right. skynet yeah. gets online yeah. i and- consider it art intelligence as opposed to artificial. i think i've used that joke already but um yeah anyway so there's uh, a lot of people are are uh, 
are, are, are mad about that. And I don't know that the, it seems like the show is not doing overly well right now. Anyway, do you like it, Jay? You, yeah, but I, it? I mean, I came in with, with high expectations because it, of the sort of the spy element. Yeah, that's it. what I kind of was looking forward to it too. And maybe I need to go back and rewatch because granted I was very, I'll, I'll do that when I get internet back. I'm going into my Uh-oh. second week of no you internet. You still don't have? Still don't have internet. That's right. Ooh. How are you living? It's a good question. Fortunately, I have not been home at all this past week. So, you know, that helps, I guess. But when we get home, it's like you go sit down and automatically just, it's, you know. It's the digital, digital equivalent of s- static and snow. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I should go buy milk and bread. But <laughs> anyway. well, you could fry the eggs, yeah. and uh, so I'm way behind on the show. So I, yeah. we we did watch Silo. I put that on my iPad, which is that's another thing too. The the inability to be able to uh, airplay items, you know, from your iPad because of all the rights things now. Oh, your this content is not approved to you know to stream or to go through a. a a, a dongle to be able to hook it up to HDMI. You know, you have all this stuff. I'm going, hmm. I, you know, I'm paying for this, the rental thing. It's not like I bootlegged this really? kind of deal. But AirPlay doesn't work at all unless the internet's there. And goes, if the internet were working, I would not need AirPlay. But so. couldn't you play it off your, could you not hotspot to your phone? Yeah, I've tried that too. Yeah. I mean, oh, now I'm throttled. Uh, <laughs> of my, course you are. Yeah. We hot, I used the phone as a hotspot, which I have unlimited data. And I looked and said, you're okay with that. That's okay. You know, up to a point, apparently. Yeah. And then they're like, mm, nope, you're throttled. So I can't even check text or email on my oh, phone anymore. Man. So that's why if you're not getting replies from me uh, in a timely fashion, it's... Uh, it's wow. Yeah. It's so that. you're basically a, a member of the digital Amish yeah, church. Right yeah. Now. I've actually raised a barn in the backyard at the time off. So that was, <laughs> I've got that going. Graber, Graber, <laughs> come right. here, Graber. That's right. Uh, shout out to my Mennonite cousins and Amish cousins yeah. who don't listen to this. Uh, well, they might. I don't know. Well, Mervin's not. Yeah, Mervin's not Amish. So. Mervin may crank it up loud enough for everybody. Else there you go. Graber, Graber. So uh, anyway, Okay. I'll, I'll be. I will try to continue to watch. So man. that was a pretty depressing geek of the week. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. And I'm curious, just since you brought up Secret Invasion, you've only seen the first one, Robbie. Is that yeah, right? that's correct. So, but your favorite actress is in this, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she's not my favorite actress. I like her quite a bit. You like her she, quite. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I found, I, you know, and uh, you know, Daenerys is in it too. Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. I know, and I thought I would like her better in this, and I just wasn't. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's she's both of those actresses I really like. Everybody in it I like. Yeah, but it's I don't know, it just hadn't hit for me yet. Well, so, well episode two, Olivia Coleman has you know she can she's plays kind of a major role in it, or at least has this. I would hope. I so. was surprised to find out that Olivia Col- Olivia Coleman does not have an E in her last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just a little little aside there. Well, that's a spoiler right yeah. there. Thanks <laughs> for the spoiler right. alert there. So. Do you have something happier than that? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. It's just a fun fact. Uh, kind of connects to... In obituaries. Uh, well, <laughs> I've got an obituary. There is here. one that came out just before I got here, um, but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about Russell Crowe. You know how we talked about... He's uh, still with us. He's still with okay. us. I know. This okay. is not an obituary. Um, kind of connects back to our discussion of Pedro Pascal and his sort of father figure you know with the golden child kind of thing yeah and also Pedro. Looks, looks forward to a new movie coming out in october i believe in the spider-man sony series craven the hunter 
Oh yes, it looks so, horrible. So somebody noted. <laughs> somebody noted. Yeah, it's up there with. I think it's up there with Morbius. You think? Yeah. Or, How yeah. can you tell just just from the from the trailer? You don't. It's a Sony property or Fox property. Yeah, it's Sony. It's a Sony property. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna suck. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead. So, <laughs> despite that review before seeing the movie, um, I know these things. All right. So Russell Crowe apparently is seems like he's coming back over and over in in the superhero world as a father. So ah. back to Man of Steel, he was Cal L. No, he was Jor. He was Jor El, um, Cal L's father. father. Um, in Thor: Love and Thunder, he was Zeus, Hercules' father. Who Hercules is only there for a brief moment. You in made the, that in sound like Thor: Loving was an adjective. <laughs> it's that Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I felt a little little uh, yeah, faint I thought, there. I thought we might have him that time. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I was kind of roll With back. the 95 degree temps outside, it's more likely today. Yeah. Um, and then in the Craven the Hunter, he also played. Craven's that's like a Blue father. Oyster Cult song. <laughs> Thor Love It. Thor Love It. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, anyway, so that sounds kind of happy. We're all laughing, right? Uh, We're laughing because we can't cry anymore. Well, yeah. they. Uh, this, so he, what is he? I'm sorry. He plays whose father in he's Craven? He's Craven the Hunter's father. Okay. Um, in the. Is Craven the Hunter. At least a lot of it is origin story. Yeah. And so Craven the Hunter also sounds different than what is like, you know. <laughs> Craven the Hunter? No, I'd just like some spaghetti, please. <laughs> Cra- right? Craving off, the off Hunter. The rails. Off the rails we are. But the funny thing was Russell Crowe saw this Mervin's meme. Mervin's going. Mervin's yeah. Going. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sorry. He saw this meme that had his picture with his, quote, you know, his, his superhero sons. And he, uh, he responded and said, uh, on Twitter, fertile across time and space. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Uh, of so, course he did. Anyway, so what was okay? So who was the third son? Was there a third son? Craven. Yeah, and um, Kal El was, the and third, then and Hercules. Hercules. Hercules is that guy? Yeah. I missed yeah. that guy. Well, you got. I went off Pringle. on the Thor Love and Thunder. Right. And then, <laughs> you still... didn't listen to anything else you said. So, <sighs> wow, it happens a lot. Yeah, Craven mm. looks like it's gonna suck. I, I thought it looked all right. But I don't know. I know about Craven. Well, we know Art hasn't seen the, the trailer. The trailer. Yeah, that's right. What is this now? Yeah. I, I, I don't know Craven by comics. I know Craven from well, um, Cra- listening to the podcast, The yes. Wastelanders. Uh-huh. He's, he plays a big role in one of those Wastelanders. Well, podcasts. Craven and I have got some friends in common. He's not a very nice guy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that explains your attitude. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, is that all you got? That's it. Man, I can't believe you guys didn't do the uh, Superman casting. You well, know, I figured you were going to well, do that. Well, I, I was, but I thought you were going to do it. So well, James, I left it, actually left it th- thinking you were going to do it. James Gunn has found his new Superman in Lois Lane. And that's it. Okay, <laughs> end of the show. No. So, uh, a relatively unknown David Corn Sweat. Is, yeah, that's what I think it is, right? Corn Sweat? I think yeah. it's Corn Sweat. Corn Speaking sweat. of names that <laughs> yeah. make would you be think a, of other things. Yeah. It would be a good Major League Baseball name, wouldn't <clears> it? So... Um, he was in the Pearl. He was in Pearl and the Politician. So not completely unknown. Not yeah. like you know they got him off the street. But I was not familiar with him. Yeah. But he looks the part. He looks like a he younger. He really does. I think um, he does too. Cavill. He does. He's got a, 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 a that look and and just you know I think he he looks a lot like the comic book Superman. And had Henry Cavill done much before he was cast as Superman? Or is this going to be uh, one of those? Not kind of really things a where- lot. I mean, he had done some kind of. Uh, Olympic thing, I can't remember what it was called. I think, you know, uh, I mean, Olympus thing. Christopher Reed was basically theater guy. Yeah, yeah. And then um, 
Brandon Roth hadn't done much. Either. Yeah, it's kind of a he, tradition. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you hear all these things where they're they're going to cast some big name or whatever, and it really needs to be, I think, somebody that we don't have yeah a preconception of already. Unlike the casting of Lois Lane, yeah. right? And I'm I'm pretty happy about this. The marvelous one, Mrs. Kent. So yeah. uh, Rachel Brosnan is uh, Brosnahan. How do you I don't know how you say it. I think it's I think, Brosnahan. I think that's, yeah, I think the second one. Yeah. Um, who rose to prominence as Midge Maisel in the fabulous, the fabulous, marvelous, marvelous stupendous <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. The Thor-loving Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's the Superman-loving. She's craving that new role. Oh, wow. Ooh. That went off the rails. So uh, she's been cast as Lois Lane. Is there a hotter actress as far as... Uh, career tra- trajectory than Rachel Brosnahan right I, I, now. Anna D. R. Moss might have been in there, but I don't know that you know she <laughs> well, was considered. But I think I just really I think that Rachel Brosnahan has the look as a really good Lois Lane look. Mm-hmm. And of course, they keep showing her from uh, Miss Maisel, and, and she's in period costume or whatever. Yeah. So it makes you think of like the old fifties and forties Superman stuff. And but I've not seen her in much besides Mrs. Maisel. So it, for me, it's going to be funny to hear her without the New York, you know, accent and all the stuff that yeah. comes with her role in Mrs. Maisel. So and this I've, is Superman Legacy, right? Yeah, yeah. which is a younger, yes. earlier stage of their. So obviously, they won't be. It looked like it was going to be a lot of story about relationship within the Daily Planet. Is kind of what I read. Yeah. I think it's, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. I first time I saw Rachel uh, Brosnahan was in House of Cards. Yeah, oh, I, really? I, I forgot she was in that. that. Yeah, she was a um, basically she was a hooker who got killed. Oh, oh yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, now. no, she didn't get killed. She was she, got, right. she was she was supposedly dead, but I think they got her out. Yeah. Anyway, she yeah, helped. She led to the downfall of a. What's his name goes and finds her, right? Yeah, and ends up with her. Yeah, so that guy that's in a lot of stuff and always kind of plays. He's I like think he's in the Jack Ryan movies too, and always kind of. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, the yeah. TV show, which is going to do its third season. So anyway, that's that's the big news. All um, right, one thing I'll another part of that that I saw was that uh, they are going to in this retelling Superman, you know, comes to be in a world that already has superheroes, and the superheroes are the Authority, which is basically uh, it's a it's almost. Kingdom Come esque, yeah, and it's kind of in the authority, kind of like the boys. I mean, there's a similar. I mean, there's yeah. they're not heroic necessarily do gooder. So that what they're going to do, and I'm interested in this. I don't necessarily like the idea of him not being the first superhero, but I think that one thing Gunn wants to do is really juxtapose Superman's kindness and goodness against the authorities kind of vigilanteism so we which what was i still think what they should have done in in batman versus superman in the justice league so we won't see this version of superman snapping a neck probably probably not no uh uh-uh yeah so interesting interesting um i've got uh two other little items uh before we started recording um it was announced that alan arkin had died oh so i i love alan arkin uh great um great actor been around man he's he's how many entries has he got on imdb 110 entries on imdb i mean he goes he was in glengarry glenn ross Mm -hmm. put down that coffee coffee's for closers he was in so i married an axe murderer he was in all the all the president's men 
Um, I think he was he was in Catch Twenty Two. Yeah. Um, I think he was in All the Presidents, man. I don't remember him in All the Presidents. Well, man. I could be just lying to you because I like to do. I that rewatched the In Laws, the original In Laws, uh, a while back, back when I had the internet. He was yeah <laughs> years ago. Yeah, and that's a really funny movie if you've not seen it. It's just kind of who else is in that? That's um, familiar. He was also in an episode of Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Columbo, who played Columbo? Oh, Peter Falk. Peter Falk, yeah. Um, and uh, Alan Arkin are in it. And okay. Uh, Peter Falk is uh, like a CIA agent, maybe. But anyway, he brings him, he gets pulled into all these wild and crazy adventures. I yeah, tell you, pretty funny. if you haven't watched the Kaminsky Method on Netflix yet. He's in that? Yeah, yeah it's him and Michael Douglas. And it's fabulous. What's it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, okay. yeah. It's uh, absolutely fabulous. You get that through the internet? Yeah, you do. He was also an Argo. When's he going to be on uh, like uh, HD satellite TV? (laughs) Pick up. Yeah. When's he going to be on Me TV? (laughs) Me TV or Pluto? Yeah. Was he ever on? Was he ever on an episode of Gunsmoke or Rifleman? (laughs) I might be able to catch him. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, No. The Last Mohican. Uh, ABC Stage 67, which is probably somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, no yeah. gun smoke, rifleman. Virginian. Ses- he possibly. was on five episodes of Sesame Street. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was sad to see. Of course, his son, Alan Arkin, is a director, writer. Adam Arkin. Adam Arkin. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said you heard me wrong. Alan Arkin Jr. Yeah, uh, Adam Arkin is great. Uh, so there was that. And the other thing that I found kind of interesting as well is, uh, as we were recording this, um, the merger of Paramount Plus and Showtime into one mega app has happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so... Because um, we can watch Showtime stuff if you have the Paramount. Do you still have Paramount? Because you're watching Stranger Worlds too, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm almost through Picard. Uh, but yeah, so that, that merger has happened. Do you have Showtime with your subscription to Paramount? I do now, after the apps merged this well, week. Well, we had it when we got it a few weeks ago because yeah. they went ahead and bundled it in. So yeah, and that's it's cool because... Yeah. Yeah, you just you're just in one app and you can just go through and, and see that. Yeah, so that's cool. Good. What what's on Showtime that that y'all watch or have nothing? Or? Absolutely nothing. There's something I watched. I can't remember what it was. But, it's um, been so long since. Yeah, got it the really. Internet. I mean, that's the truth. But yeah. I remember seeing something and go, "Oh, I'll watch this." But there's not just a whole lot. Really. Showtime yeah. Showtime has never been a value add app for me. I mean, Outlander Showtime, right? No, it's stars. Stars. Yeah. yeah, that's another one that's never been a value add that was attractive mm-hmm. to me. I feel like I've seen a couple of things that were available on Showtime, but Yellow Jackets. It, so yellow I heard jacket. Yellow Jackets supposed to be big. I hadn't watched that. There yeah. was I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look what it was because the thing is, one thing is you you're in the app, and they've also got old Paramount movies. Yeah. So sometimes you're not sure if you're watching something that's Showtime or Paramount. Yeah. But uh, with the merger of um, Paramount Plus or Paramount announced that they are canceling star trek prodigy they'd greenlit a second season they canceled it mm-hmm. and they have removed it from the app all too wow i never watched it yeah that was that an animated series yeah it's an animated yeah. series there's also lower decks right yeah, yeah. which is continuing on okay. so i uh, saw this is i'm sorry just to kind of keep adding to our geeks of the week but uh apparently patrick write it down patrick it. <laughs> patrick in the art broke the greek geeks of the week rule yeah uh patrick stewart Wants to do a uh, Star Trek Picard movie with the the cast and crew, and people are going, "Man, you have had you have you finished it yet?" I, I'm on the last episode. You know enough to go. This is the perfect send off. I, I mean, this you. is what is a great series. It it gave everybody a chance to shine. It's just really really good way. This is where it should end. They're going, Sir Patrick. 
it's done. It's done. Retired. Yeah. It's done. Uh, it, I've really enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. And um, where they end up back at, and a little bit of spoilers, but it's Picard season three has been out for what, six yeah, months now? Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. When, when the original crew ends up on the deck of the Enterprise D. Yeah, that's, man, that's strong. Oh, I mean, that gosh. is really, and it, and they, they didn't do some kind of fake updated version of it. I mean, it looks like the, it's the identical. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, the thing where Picard comes on, you know, I didn't realize until this moment that we're all here now that the thing I missed the most was this carpet. Yeah. Because, and it is true. Everything since then has gone to this very sterile metal floor, yeah. sometimes a grill looking kind of floor, which doesn't make sense when you think about it. These people yeah. are walking around on this thing all day. Yeah. But uh, it does have a very, <laughs> it does have a very, uh, 90s kind of feel to the look of the and, thing. And Michael Dorn, uh, his wharf is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, his, he's basically playing kind of a straight man to a lot, which he always did, but I mean, even yeah. more so now. He's and great. Him and uh, him and Riker's uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. They, even though Riker and, uh, and Deanna Troy have been married for years and have children together, he's still trying to steal her back. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's, uh, but yeah. it's great. It's, it is good. It's well worth it. I've not seen the episode that dropped yesterday of Strange New World, which apparently, well, you're, you're not going to watch it for months now, but apparently there's three <laughs> versions of Kirk in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I'll, what, I, what I'll do, with, what I did with Strange New Worlds, what I'll do with uh, this is I'll download it at work and watch it on my iPad later. I'm you sure. Because Becky doesn't care to watch it, although I think she would really like it. It's so much fun. Yeah. It is uh, so much That's fun. what I did with the last week's episode, yeah. which was well worth watching. Are you watching... Any Star Trek at all, Jay? I want to watch Strange New Worlds, but I haven't started it yet. Okay. Oh, it's phenomenal. And, and it's a great entry point for Star Trek. You don't need to know anything about Star Trek. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that. would you concur? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know a little bit. But yeah. I mean, if if you do know, there's a nice Easter egg kind of feeling to it, but it really stands on its own. Yeah, it's oh, great. And I was going to catch y'all up, but I think maybe last week or the week before my Geek of the Week was my self-cutting the cord. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, it took me about two weeks to, to, to need the cable again. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here going, <laughs> I'm sitting here going, dang! Why didn't we? Why don't we still have cable? Because we might still have something. Well, it, we we it had been cut off about a week, maybe two weeks, and then and I could I had the idea that I'm not going to need this until football season starts. Well, then the World Series came along, the college college World, World Series, the men's college World Series, the men's college World the Series, MCWS. and my wife's alma mater was in the finals, Florida. So I'm like, when and she loves to watch baseball, so I'm like, we got to figure out how to how to watch this. Oh. Shoot, we don't have cable anymore. Yeah. So I ended up getting ESPN Plus for a month. Okay, and, uh, yeah. and we we're able to watch it. But I, I would write when you get to it. YouTube TV is the way to go. Oh yeah, we, we'll we'll do that eventually. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of ironic that you know it hadn't been two weeks and I already needed it back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll have some you'll have some things you hit like that. But nine ninety nine a month is a lot better than one hundred and thirty five a month. So we're oh, still, yeah, we're Thank still you. doing well. Thank mm-hmm. you, C Spire. So, all right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk. What are we going to talk? The Flash. The Flash. The up, Trash Man. Up next. <laughs> and that was a speedy break. We're going to talk speedy things coming up next. Not Speedy Gonzalez, but The Flash. The Flash. So, Chase not speaking this he's time. Not. <laughs> he pointed at me and I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. The Flash. There you go. There you go. So we've all seen it. Uh, Jay and I saw it together with our wives. Our, yeah, Becky was wife. really disappointed just when all that happened because we just ended up going to see it. And then, you know, she goes, well, gosh, we could have all come together. We could have. But, yeah. you know. I couldn't somebody, wait. It's my fault. I said, I want to see it. That's gun. right. Yeah. I didn't jumped fall the, asleep at all. Jumped either. the James Gunn. Ha! 
Uh, all right. So initial thoughts. So what do you think? I really liked it a lot, and Becky really liked it a lot. I mean, I, it was just. I, I, granted, I did not go in with high expectations, but I just had fun with it. And we've talked <laughs> kind of like this. this podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought Ezra Miller was really, really good. You liked I, him that much. I did like him a lot. I mean, and, and again, maybe it's because you know I know all the things that are going on with him and all the trouble he's having. But I just thought, man, this is a good actor. He needs to get that stuff worked out. Nobody knows the trouble Ezra's seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, Jay. And I'm sorry I'm not saying they and them. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Old habits die yeah. hard. Yep. Same. I thought it redeemed the whole, you know, I've talked about the idea of the whole multiverse and time travel, that sort of thing. Almost has become a cliche or is yeah, become it's, a, a it gimmick. It definitely has been um, you know, a movies. way to fix things. But I think this kind of redeemed it in yeah. a way. It it. It made more sense. It even the you know we're obviously spoilers here at the end where oh yeah spoilers this entire scene. yeah so when the guy that kicks him out of that whatever the whatever you call the that, chrono the bowl chrono bowl yeah. chrono bowl the one that pushes him out turns out to be him yeah in a later and that just kind of blew my mind so I I I loved it I thought it was what great. I kind of thought that I felt like that was going to be him yeah so. Uh, well, it's kind of, I mean, you know, some of this we had seen if you watched like the CW Flash because yeah. they had some of those similar things. Where, oh, yeah. 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 He looked like a CW Flash villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of fan service in here. And I thought generally it was good. It was an enjoyable two and a half hours. Probably my most enjoyable DC movie yet yeah. with the current incarnation. When I say current incarnation of DC, I'm talking about post uh, Christian Bale Batman. Okay. Um, Lots of fan service, which I thought was great, uh, mm-hmm. with all the Flashpoint references. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed seeing uh, Ben Affleck back as Batman. Yeah, and in a blue and gray suit, which is cool. I'm not talking about, he's got blue and gray on. She goes, I don't know what that means. But. <laughs> blue is a color. Gray no, is no, a she color. knows that. Of course, she says it is and everything. Oh, I thought you were saying. <laughs> okay, I thought you were saying you don't know what blue and gray means. Yeah. So. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Becky didn't understand my excitement for the blue and gray. There you go. There yeah. you go. So so that was great. I'm not the biggest Ezra Miller fan. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he does not fit what my idea of Barry Allen yeah, is. Yeah, we talked about that too, and I will agree. I, I agree with you on that. I just thought, given the flash that he's been given to play, I thought he did a good job. Mm-hmm. And the, the the scenes that he had, especially those – in the and we've said spoilers already, but in the uh, in the grocery store with his mom uh-huh. and that whole you know decision that realizing what towards the end what he had to do, I thought that was just really cool. It was you know I I liked I liked his parents, Barry's yeah. parents, mm-hmm. uh, and, and heavily involved with. I mean, this was this is a lot of homage to Flashpoint, yes, and a little crisis on Infinite Earths yeah. feel mm-hmm. as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, I think so, with that, yeah, with but, some of the things that kind of. You know, the the fact that he couldn't save, you know, the the alternate versions of some characters. I mean, yeah, that's that's a very crisis kind of thing because that's when they kind of cleaned house. So he went to, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, obviously stop watching or I'm listening or whatever. No one's watching that we know of. So, but so Barry ends up going back in time to save his 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 mom and dad uh-huh. and uh, his dad's been accused of murdering his, his mom wife. His, yeah his, right. wife, his dad's still alive but yeah and so he goes back in time stops the um, stops the murder and then he finds out he tries to go back to his present time uh-huh. and he gets stopped 
in this alternate universe that is the Burton Batman universe with yeah. Michael Keaton, which I thought was great. Uh-huh. To me, Michael Keaton was the highlight of the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing his callbacks to, um, you know, very, I, yeah, it was great. It was, yeah. I, I felt like, I mean, the seeing the suit again, seeing him in it, he felt, he, Seemed very much at home in that. I mean, yeah. to the point where we're going, somebody needs to make a movie. We need to do a Batman Beyond with him as yeah. the old Batman. That's what needs to happen. You know, it was very analogous to, uh, oh, what's his face in Spider-Man, um, Andrew Garfield. I mean, it was yeah. like, it was kind of a nice coda on the two Batman movies that he starred in. Because, I, I, you know, Batman Forever, I, and I enjoyed Batman Forever to an extent, but I would have loved to have seen... Um, I'd Michael love Keaton's to see Michael Keaton instead, that, of Al, yeah. instead of Al Kilmer. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that was great. Uh, what did you guys think about the way they treated the the death of Superman um, and then having Supergirl in that alternate universe? Yeah, I thought that was good. We talked that was there's a little bit of a red sun kind of feeling to that. Maybe, you know, just the fact that although Superman ends up going to Russia in that, but Supergirl ends up and she's kind of locked away. But um I thought that was a neat way to do it. I thought that was, and again, if we're talking about alternate universes, mm-hmm. that's not a bad twist on that. I mean, yeah. and I really liked the Supergirl. I thought, I, and I, I wasn't sure that I would, but I thought she was really good. Yeah, I, I loved her. her. I, I loved her costume. Just, I, yeah, I thought the costume was very yeah. cool. I liked the way the cape came off of the back of the shoulders. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like I said, a lot of aesthetic stuff was just really good. But I thought she was good. I mean, I just thought she was, and of course I like, a Melissa Benoist or Benoist, or I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, from the CW Supergirl. I thought to me she's still the definitive Supergirl, but um, but I thought this I thought this one was good, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring her back in some fashion. Yeah, yeah. is that even possible? I've I've seen chatter oh, it's a about comic that. book movie. Anything's possible. Well, I know, but I mean, she's still part of the the dead one, the dead universe. But there, yeah. everything I've seen you got to figure there's they, another version of her there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, I I even knew she was coming. I'd seen her in the you know the previews mm-hmm. and stuff. But still, when they went to Russia and expected to find Superman, when they found her, that still surprised yeah, me. Yeah, that was a I big surprise. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good. That was real good. And but, that chamber they kept her in to deny her the solar power. And then, which mm-hmm. you know, I think that was really cool. And her role, I mean, just the way she played her role, the actress. As well, I mean, she just she nailed yeah, it. I think I think so too. I thought she was really good. It was nice to see Michael Shannon back as Zod. Uh huh. Um, even though I found it hilarious that there was an article that uh, Deadline dropped about that. two weeks ago uh, about why Michael Shannon turned down doing anything in Star Wars. "Quote: I don't want. I don't ever want to get stuck in a franchise." Uh huh. <laughs> and he does. Not, he's not. He did not want to do this at first and didn't understand how he could do it. He said, I thought I died. Yeah. And didn't they explained that to him, but he actually got, he he sought out and got approval from Zack Snyder to do it. He, he got yeah. counseling to get through yeah, that's right. the multiverse. So, yeah. so. It, that that was neat to see. And um, But then the, the next piece, the, the Chrono Bowl, where all the alternate Earths come together, the probably my favorite part the fan the fan service there where yeah that really that was that was touching to me a lot of that so you saw superman george reeves you saw you saw christopher reeve and helen slater's character now granted these are all cgi but uh, they look generated yeah and they had you know kind of a stylized look that made you you know that was kind of cool but seeing the two of them together which you never got to see in the movies was Mm -hmm. was nice and seeing those that the superman 
and then we did see Henry Cavill's Superman in there. People say, I wish he had had a live version. I wish he had yeah. made a cameo after all, but yeah. you did see his in there. But Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Yeah. And Becky goes, why is Nicholas Cage in here? And I said, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. But, uh, and I thought at first it was going to be just a quick glimpse of him. But man, no, they came in. No, they He's really, fighting the robotic he, uh, spider and all that kind of stuff. He went full Cage on that Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was awesome. It was really yeah. cool to see that. The yeah. unbearable uh, greatness yeah. of massive talent yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So that, that was great. Uh-huh. And um, we saw an Adam West Adam Batman. West. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they there was no homage to the CW. There was nothing with the CW reference, which in there. I thought was a really. It I think was you a, might could have done something. I mean, you could have taken those. You, you could. I mean, because the truth of the matter is, for a while that was DC's strongest entry in anywhere. I mean, yeah. the Arrowverse, especially with the Green Arrow and the Flash starting it out, and then Supergirl. I, um, I, I would have loved seen Stephen Amell. Yeah, yeah as, I would have think that would have been that would have been cool, and he and, would have uh, done it for next to nothing. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. but uh, and there's supposed to be more, more cameos. I was reading today that um, let's see, Linda Carter was cut. Like all these, I think were in it. Oh, really? Just got cut. There's like a four hour director's cut I read today. That you know, yeah. three hours of it's nothing but cameos. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah. Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, Marlon Brando's Jor El. Burgess Meredith and Cesar Romero oh, wow, from that, the early cool. Batman. So you know, maybe one day we'll get to see the release. The, the uh, who's the Miller? Who's the who's the director know. of this? I don't know, but he's doing Muschietti super, or something like that. He's doing yeah. he's doing he's, Brave and the Bold. Yeah, that's right. So uh, and the cam the live action cameos we did see. You know, uh, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman showed up again. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then Aquaman in the end credits scene i love the lasso of truth with batman yeah that was, yeah, that was funny and uh, flash yeah. one of my favorite my things. ego prohibits me from saying telling anyone thank you when burton universe flash you know he's gotten his powers and he's gonna suit up and join him because he didn't have a suit so he borrows one of batman's suits and alters it paints mm-hmm. it cuts the ears off but then when he turns which i just did and lost the microphone when he turns <laughs> And his mask stays because that Keaton oh, mask that was great would not move. You couldn't turn your head in that mask, you know. And he turns and his face is on one side of the mask is just staying put. That was hilarious. To I me. was I great. That was really good. I would have loved seeing uh, John Wesley Shipp's Flash. Yeah, that'd have been a yeah. good one too. I mean, and and because that's you know that's not necessarily a CW thing. If there was a CW thing, that's yeah. a, that's an old CBS show that yeah. came out right after the. I mean, Tim. Uh, Elfman did the uh, did the soundtrack for that. Oh, it was so good. But it there was, was so a there was a black and white Flash cameo. Was that the original? So hmm. that was a Jay Garrick. Um, oh yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. So it was completely CGI, right. but it was kind of modeled off one of the Jay Garricks from the the CW Flash. Yeah, with the but Mercury, it wasn't him. with the Mercury helmet. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so that wasn't like an old TV show. That was no. There was never the the first live action Flash was uh, John Wesley Shipp as. Yeah. Uh, well, unless there was one, and I think there, no, that's not true. There was one in that battle of the uh, superheroes with Adam West. It's just a oh, it's horrible thing. It's I watched that again the other day. Yeah, you can see it on YouTube if you ever look for it. It's like and, the uh, battle of network stars. Yeah, it's, not, it's horrible. It's really, really bad. And, uh, but it, it was kind of fun because you did see Green Lantern and Hawkman, all these folks that you'd never seen before. But uh, and we haven't seen yeah, so. haven't seen mm-hmm. since. So yeah, right. the ultimate would have been having Ryan Ryan Reynolds show up as, <laughs> as, as Green Lantern as or Green Deadpool, Lantern. a Green Lantern, as yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah, God, that, that would have been funny. Oh, that would have been. Now we did get a very, to me, very surprising cameo at the end. I think that's been kind of divisive for a lot of people, but I really enjoyed. it. I thought it was hilarious. 
when we think all has been reset and all is right with the world and uh, Barry Allen's walking out of a, a courthouse. His father has been exonerated because of one change he was able to make that didn't screw things up. So and we thought. So we thought, yeah. and yet, and then Batman calls him and gets out of the car, and it's George Clooney, I which lo- I thought I was. I that. thought that was hilarious, and people and people hated that. They said, "Oh, he's the worst Batman ever." But I thought that's what was so that funny matter. about it. That yeah, well, that doesn't matter. Well, and one of the original endings was you would have Ezra saying, "Who the heck is are you?" Uh huh. And then cut to black, so you had no idea now who that was. It yeah, it was. And I heard they had thought about trying to get Christian Bale. Or I don't know if they actually considered Christian Bale. Fans wanted that to happen. That would have been that phenomenal. didn't make it. Well, it didn't make sense because uh, Christopher Nolan stuff was supposed to be more grounded in reality. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another thing that we're going to have Henry Cavill and uh, I don't know. I guess Aquaman and Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot and uh, Jason Momoa all show up. Mm-hmm. You know, as the kind of reunited Justice League. But I just, I just, to me, that was hilarious. That was yeah. a great ending for that thing. It was, it yeah. was. So, does that mean George Clooney is Batman going forward? He's Batman going forward. That's it. Yeah, it's Cannon. That's right. Yeah, he's going to actually play Frank Cannon. But I'm just and speaking of Aquaman, did that last scene make any sense to anybody? Mm. I, what we what were supposed to get from that, and I would not have known this had I not read it. But what was supposed to uh, we were supposed to get that is Jason Momoa will continue to play Aquaman, that they're not going to recast that part. But wasn't he also like Lobos or I don't know the name, but he Lobo. wanted to, yeah. he and wanted maybe to be that's somebody what, else. Yeah, maybe gonna... that's what they're – well, he was saying if they if they nixed him as Aquaman, he would like to play that part. Okay, but, all right. Of course, he may still want to play it anyway. Yeah, why but, not? Uh, but, yeah, I think that's what we were, we were supposed to get. Because there's an Aquaman, the second Aquaman movie is coming out, right? right. Yeah. So I think they're trying to say, yeah, that still fits. Yeah. But, it's um, it's coming this December of this year? I don't know. Okay. But the other part of this is, the other thing is, Flash has just tanked at the box office. It is the biggest disappointment, I think, so far in DC it's, history. I mean, it's 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 out Black Adam, Black Adam. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, Black Adam wasn't numbers. that bad. I guess it out Shazam, Shazam too. Shazam's the one that that really, yeah. And that, so they're kind of maybe fighting for the battle of the bottom at this oh, point. Gosh. Which yeah. I mean, I just think. And and the thing is, when we talked about this. Uh, we enjoyed Black Adam. Yeah. Shazam, which you have not seen, right? The Fury of the Gods. Oh, yeah. oh you have seen? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I've only seen the first few minutes. Yeah. I'll never watched it. It's just not good. It's just not. No. no. This was good. We enjoyed this one. This yeah. one should not be. This one should be doing better box office, I think. It should, but it won't. And I think it has to do with what you said. It's a, it's a comic book movie fatigue in general. DCU, uh, DCEU. Which is DCU now, right? Which yeah, one is it's it? DCU. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the idea that okay, the changes are coming. Why am I going to invest in this? You know, why should I care about these characters if they're going to do something different? Still an entertaining yeah. couple hours. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. Do you think the Ezra Miller thing had anything to do with it? I mean, I, I, feel I like think that settled down, but yeah, I, I do think there was a little bit there, and um, I I don't know. It yeah. just. I mean, the, the DCEU was so convoluted, and they tried to rush into things that they really shouldn't have done. Yeah. You know? Um, anyway. But, I mean, we're seeing some of the same, same things with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, that's I what mean. they, they blame the lack of uh, viewers on Secret Invasion 
on you know fatigue. I think it goes all the way back to Eternals. I think Eternals is what. That's really, what they said. Kind of kicked that. That's what we really saw the first evidence. Well, of. and we've seen it also with Pixar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because Elementals did terrible, right? I, it's not done very well. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I didn't Pixar's kind of lost their way. Yeah. Yeah. None of us saw that though, right? I have not seen no. it. No. Is it even, is it on Disney yet? You guys have to tell me because I don't have internet. Yeah. In case we haven't mentioned that yet. No, I think it's still in theaters, so okay. it's going to be a while before it gets <laughs> to. Or it could be. Could be very next, soon. <laughs> could be yeah. next week. Well, that's right. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. So, well, of course, like we What's talked the, about, well, I think last week, I mean, in 18 months, we'll have nothing to watch because the, oh, the writer's strike. Because the writer's strike. And now. And, and, the, uh, and SAG, AFTRA, has uh, the, the string, Screen Actors Guild has uh, authorized their leaders to go on strike yeah. if they don't strike a deal. In solidarity with them. Also. Well, no, so, no, not in solidarity with them. No, it's. They're uh, doing their own thing? Yeah, I mean, their they're contract's, they're okay. contracts up tonight at midnight. Ah, okay. So yeah. that makes sense. Okay, I was wondering what the timing was. I figured it had something to do with yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. What's next? What's the next movie? that we, I mean, Indiana Jones, we said, is out now. Today, right? As we record. Yeah, it came out. Well, it came out probably last night, but yeah, yeah. officially released today. I don't know that there's really anything. I haven't seen Spider-Verse yet. I, don't I haven't know seen Spider-Verse I'd like either. to see Spider-Verse. Yeah, I'd so like to see Spider-Verse in the theater. Maybe we can do that before. It goes away. Yeah. Although it's it's got legs, it's doing it's doing pretty well. It's doing really well. So I heard that there was different versions of that I, around I, the country. I don't know if there are different edits in terms of content, but I think there are different experiences for some reason. I mean, like uh, different formatting huh. things for it. Okay, because I, I saw the same thing. But have you heard anything? I mean, there, there's something. No. It's like there's. 500 different versions of it, but I don't know yeah, what somebody, if that changes. I don't know if the director or producer saying that I, I was wondering when people would notice that mm-hmm. there was different versions. My son saw it and said the, the, the Lego thing that the kid did was short, but it's pretty cool. Good, we talked good. about that a few geeks ago. So the next movie I want to see in the theater, I'd love to see in an IMAX, is Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, Christopher that comes Nellis. out great. Uh, yeah. it'll end, of, end of July. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going up against the Barbie movie. Yeah, so, okay. That's so. what I've called. People are... They're, there are theaters that are thinking about packaging it as a double feature. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah, apparently Oppenheimer is just so somber, serious. Yeah, and, I mean, almost a horror movie. Yeah, is what it just makes yeah, you feel. I'm sure. And who is is that a Nolan? That's a Nolan. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was shot yeah. it on film, seventy millimeter IMAX. Wow. Which brings up another thing. Then we'll, we'll we'll cut off the podcast here. So Mission Impossible, what seven? That's another one that I'm looking forward to. Is that the same weekend? So what happens? They're releasing. I think Mission Impossible 7 is releasing a week before. 7 Part 1. 7 Part 1. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's a, just a limited number of IMAX theaters across the United States. And the IMAX Corp decides what goes in them. Right. Okay. So they are putting Mission Impossible 7 into IMAX theaters for one week. Then wow. pulling it for Oppenheimer because Oppenheimer was shot with IMAX cameras. Yeah. Mission Impossible was shot with Sony Venice, which are IMAX approved. And apparently Tom Cruise is tit. I bet. So, you know. He's going to go nuclear. He probably is. On so. Oppenheimer. On Oppenheimer. Wow. <laughs> and on that, we'll and split. We <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. These I have are nothing. better than the puns we were telling earlier. Though. Yeah. It's very elemental, right? So, uh, anyway. Uh, all right. Well, that'll wrap it for this week. We'll see you next time around.